I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, my gosh. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Here we are. We have made it to the finale of Shit's Creek. Oh, my gosh. What? What an amazing season, but a whole series and uh, an amazing pop-off, not only with the final episode, but with the warm wishes, um, the well wishes, warm regards episode that we got right after it literally brought me in tears the entire time. Uh, I want to get into all of this. Of course, we have so much to talk about. Uh, we've got our special segment, of course, we've got our news and gossip, but I want to go ahead and introduce our hosts for this evening. We have been with you this entire journey through Shit's Creek. And again, if he's not talking about Shit's Creek on the after show, he's talking about on his Instagram, Lauren Clean. Give it up. Hi, everybody. I'm currently trying to load the YouTube page so I can chat with any- everyone. It's going so slow. I think YouTube's crying right now. Um, I am wearing Mm -hmm. my Rose video shirt and a lovely dinner jacket. Uh, We're all sharing a little bit of Rose or our own version. Uh, What a beautiful, what a beautiful show with a lot of surprises. I can't wait for us to talk about all the LOL moments and the uh, (laughs) CRY moments. Uh, It was great. Yeah. And of course, coming from her own small town, just like Schitt's Creek, Megan Gallagher. What's up, everyone? Cheers, a little rosé for the Rose family. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so many amazing things going on in this episode. I want to get um, into our overall thoughts, of course. But again, we do have our special segment, Senior Superlatives. And we also have our news and gossip coming up. What is to come of Shit's Creek? What is going to happen at the tour? What are things that we can look forward to after the season is over? I'm sure Lauren has all of that for us. But I want to go ahead and get our overall thoughts. This was the ending episode. This was the bow at the end. This was the end of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Did it live up to the hype? Did this end on the note we expected it to end on? Lauren, what did you think? Uh, You know what? I think about all the fun little predictions we made throughout the season. I think we talked about the wedding was going to take place like at the, you know, the the motel. We wondered if Ted was coming back. Um, yeah, you're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but right out of the gate, uh, you know, the big storm, I'm like, oh my God, okay, so that's typical. What's going to happen now? Uh, yeah. But <laughs> David freaking out and just saying, FF, 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 FF. I was like, looked at my wife, wait, have they said the F word on the show before? And I was going to ask you to. I don't know, probably. Maybe. All right. Yeah. I don't know. It's cable. But um, (sighs) there were there were some wonderful, funny moments. There were some touching, beautiful moments um, and some costume surprises. Uh, Mm. It was it was just wonderful. Megan, what do you think? I I feel two ways. One, I think it it just, I like, it felt like the ending and I like that it just wrapped up and it gave us closure. And, you know, it wasn't at the end, Ted running out and there's rain and he's like, take me back. And then it goes to credits and it's over. I really glad that they gave us all closure. And it was just this good ending where you're like, okay, I can leave happy. I'm not going to, you know, be so overwhelmed with what's happening. But a part of me kind of also 
felt like it just was like missing a little bit of like an extra huge, you know, maybe someone from season one comes back or mm-hmm. something with Alexis. But I liked, I feel like there was a good amount of emotional moments, cute moments, sappy moments, and, you know, funny, like Alexis wearing the dress and then they look like they're bride and groom and the happy ending massage. I thought there was a ton of that, but I feel like it could have had just like a huge, like a big moment. Yeah. I think that the biggest moment for me throughout the entire episode was Myra coming out as the priest Mm -hmm. uh, or the officiant of it. That was my big jaw-dropping moment my first jaw-dropping moment was the happy ending because I wasn't expecting yeah. that at all and I actually wasn't sure how I felt about that to yes. be honest with you because I felt like it came from left field and I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it mm. so but I guess we'll dive a little more into that overall I really enjoyed the episode but I will say my overall thoughts are that this the series didn't need to end right here, yeah. in my opinion. That, I, know, felt, I, yes. I felt like there was more to be had than, than the end of this. And I also felt like we should have gotten an hour season finale. I agree. Like there just should have been it. I felt gypped of having a full, full, full season finale. I don't know. I just really wanted, I wanted an hour. I really enjoyed the uh, second segment that we got with the warm wishes, well regards, um, or well wishes, warm regards. I keep saying it wrong. Uh, But um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was up in the air. I think maybe because selfishly, I don't want the series to end because I feel Mm -hmm. like there are, there are so many more stories to, to get into, but uh, let's go ahead and get into the episode because I'm talking too long. So we have the day of the wedding, the whole family standing over, over David. They're like, oh, okay. Okay. There's, there's a problem. And then, you know, did Patrick die? Of course, that's exactly where David's mind goes. Um, but it, it's raining. The venue is completely wet. Um, he's like, well, we couldn't afford a tent. Of course, Alexis <laughs> has to bring up the fact of why didn't you have a tent? she goes, well, he goes, well, the tent versus the wood fire pizza oven, <laughs> um, uh, Fabian, uh, the officiant, of course, canceled. So, oh, we, you know, we get set up with the first big dilemma of the episode is that there is a complete downpour of rain. Um, and it, it seems to, you know, uh, rain a big parade on the plans. Um, and I loved at the end of it before they went to the whole boom, bump, boom, bump, boom, boom, when they did, uh, where Lauren, you do that the best actually. Uh, no, Rachel, where, you killed that. Yeah, that <laughs> was pretty good. Wait. Where, where Myra said, they go, where, when David goes, where are you going? He goes, somewhere it's safe or like somewhere where it's safe. She like says that right at the tail mm-hmm. end. So, because David's like freaking out, but of course, um, uh, so so we get this moment and then after that we get Alexis having a really tender moment with Myra reminiscing saying um, you know she's actually happy that they lost the money she hugs her her mom and she says that he loves her loves her very much we saw Alexis say that she loves everybody so many times mm-hmm. during this episode that's I noticed that throughout the entire time what did you guys think up to this point I I, you know, I thought it was just really sweet. It was like the Rose family coming together. And I do think Alexis in particular was super into her emotions and just tuning in and just really 
you know, it's expressing herself and her love for her brother and just her family. Um, I do think it's just, you know, David, it's, I really enjoyed seeing him get emotional later in the episode because I feel like he's so sarcastic sometimes, you know, he's just always at a facial expression, but I really love seeing their family have that moment of just like, y'all, we did it. (laughs) We're still, you know, we overcame all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I, I think my favorite on this episode, although the wedding was great, it, it was less about the wedding and more about the goodbyes. And I just think Annie Murphy, uh, her character arc has been so wonderful and so mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's because my wife and I boop the nose of our kitties out of love. <laughs> um, that it just, I it really hit me as a, you know, a dad to cats. Uh, it just really, Ooh. it really hit the fact that she could say, I love you to her mom, which, you know, even in this last episode, her mom is not one to reci- reciprocate the L word. Um, but you can tell she's, she's got love. She just doesn't know how to say it or say it, says it in an awkward, funny way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we, we definitely saw her at the end of her saying she loves her. Um, she kind of had to snap out of the loving moment there because she was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I can't, I'm being way too emotional right now. Um, but again, it was nice to see Alexis and how emotional she got over the course of the episode. Um, after that, we did go into Patrick, um, you know, being completely fine and David freaking out about the fact of, you know, the wedding and the, and the rain and where is it going to get, uh, turn to but he says don't worry I have a massage set up for you I had this set up for a very long time because I knew that you wouldn't be able to handle this day which goes back to the fact that Patrick was literally the most perfect um partner you could ever have in the entire world um I did find it very hilarious when David was getting massaged because I was thinking to myself I was going damn that guy looks real good I said where is this gonna go you know, like I was like, this has to go somewhere because this guy looks way too good. What were y'all thinking? Were y'all like, is this going to go somewhere? Um, Exactly what you were thinking. I was like, <laughs> this guy is this like, like a- damn, hold up now. He look real good. Hold up. Wait a minute. Is this a guy like a male stripper or is he one of those like, you know, door, <laughs> they can come to your door and sing happy birthday. Then they like give you a little lap dance or something. I was like, is this like a pre-bachelor wedding gift from Patrick? Because, I mean, I personally have never had a masseuse that is like, looks like a professional athlete or like a male model. I'm like, yeah, he was way too good looking. Where in Shit's like, Creek does this exist? Yeah, I was like, where did you come from? You're not from Shit's Creek. He's, he's from you, Elmdale. What did you think? What did you think, Lauren? What, um, what were you well, thinking in he's your, definitely in your from, male mind? Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> from Elmdale. He took uh, massage classes at Elmdale Community College. Um, but yeah, I did think it was weird, and I wondered what Patrick was setting up or what the writers were setting up. But uh, <laughs> still, the way that turned out uh, was a jaw-dropping moment. And yeah, when you think about happy endings before a wedding, it's kind of a like a wait a minute moment, but it it was funny. I think mm-hmm. I think the they wrote in some funny, really funny lines and circumstances to kind of uh, separate these things. And you know what, the David's character, like Megan has said, just always has that that affect that he's always disgusted 
with everything. And so we've seen it a lot. It's it's nice to be able to to see almost Patrick torturing David, not meaning to, but setting him up with these, oh, I didn't know that's what I did kind of moments. I think those yes, are yes. funny. It, what, Patrick setting up David? Patrick, yeah, he doesn't mean to, but Patrick out of yeah. innocent love yeah. is always setting him up. And to that, uh, I raise my glass and a cheers. Woo! I raise my glass and a cheers. And if you're at home, cheers to you too. Yes. Um, yeah. So again, setting him up, of course. So of course we see finally, uh, after they've gathered everybody into the tent, but that we will have the wedding at Town Hall. Um, and then they come back and this is where we get the climax of the happy oh ending story. Uh, <laughs> did you get put up? Uh, so David is shockingly very calm sitting in bed and they're like, hey, it's at Town Hall. And he goes, you know what? It's okay, as long as I'm with you. <laughs> and they're like, why are you so calm? And he's like, well, <laughs> you set me up with a happy ending at the end of my massage, so I'm feeling really good. And he's like, what are you talking about? So then all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh my gosh. wait, this is gonna go in a disaster. Patrick's <laughs> gonna say he's not gonna marry you at the altar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I was freaking out because I was like, oh God, are we not gonna get the happy ending that we are all wanting? Yes. Right. And Stevie's face was like, no, no. David's like happy ending. And the moment he said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, you just ruined your marriage. Like Patrick is, <laughs> Stevie's like- I just didn't expect that at all. No. So that was, that was, that was absolutely crazy, but you know what, good for him. Um, but uh, before we move on, because we are going to get to the day of the wedding, I want to um, shout out to everybody that's been following us and watching us from the start of our Schitt's Creek journey. Thank you guys for liking, subscribing, giving us those five stars. If you are listening right now, you're listening on iTunes, uh, give us those five stars. If you are watching on YouTube or listening on YouTube, give us that thumbs up. Uh, your support means everything to us, mm -hmm. especially during this time. We need you guys. You need us. So yes. um, we love you guys. Here we are at the season finale. So if you have been going on this journey with us, leave a comment below. Let us know what you have thought of the season. We want to know what you guys think. Um, and hopefully we'll be coming back for another season of Shit's Creek. Because I feel like it's not the end. Like, no. I feel like, uh, you know, especially during these times right now, they're probably all like, damn, we should have had another season. That's what I personally think. There's because... gonna be there's gonna be a spin-off thing with one of the characters, like Alexis takes New York or David and Patrick take Elmwood or something. Oh, yeah, you they're, know, I already I already I'm covering the Alexis takes New York. I already already, yes. <laughs> yeah, already got that covered. So, I'm working yeah. on that. We're we're all hoping and praying that there is more Jujutsu Creek than this, but we do want to thank you guys so much for your support throughout the season and throughout this after buzz season, all these after shows. So we love you guys. Thank you so much. You're the thank reason you. why we're the ESPN of TV Talk. So yeah. love you guys so much. Love you all. You guys have been amazing. Yay. Um, well, let's get right into the day of the wedding. So <gasps> oh. first, what is this? Alexis is wearing a literal <laughs> wedding gown with a, like a, a, a she's like, oh, there was a veil that came with it. It was like a headdress. And then, face is like <laughs> What are you I doing? Know. This was so similar to the fact, I, I think I wanted to wear like a cream color. I was like sending pictures to my, one of my best friends one time with like 
uh, dresses because I was one of her bridesmaids. She's like, Rachel, if you wear anything close to white, I'm going to literally kill you. And I'm like, it's not, it's not white. <laughs> so I can just, I can sympathize with the Alexis character. So yeah, but what she's wearing, completely inappropriate. No, oh, but girl. I don't know. Do you think she just wasn't thinking or did she do it on purpose? It's just Alexis. I think she <laughs> wanted that moment of I'm walking my brother down the aisle. I need to look good and mm -hmm. I get it but I would for sure pick like eggshell or like an off-white color I don't know <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty crazy and and again she goes well I thought it was a black and white theme mm -hmm. I'm like no girl no you didn't um but when <laughs> Steve hold on a second though when Stevie walked in she was like she was wearing a tux yeah were y'all not thinking to yourself wait why is she wearing a tuxedo I think it's, she's rocking it ever since New York. She's like, I think she's feeling that out like that. I guess I was just thinking if we're going to get on Alexis for wearing a white gown, why are we not getting on Stevie for wearing a tuxedo, which the other two gentlemen are going to be wearing? That's true. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that was my first thought because I was like, damn, we're going to get on her, but yeah, you know, yeah. the tuxedo. No, but. Oh are we going to address the, uh, the, the, uh, the father in the room, Patrick's father? I'm assuming that was Patrick's father in the background <laughs> and it would have been too awkward to not have anybody there on Patrick's side. Yes. But um, was it only, was it only Patrick's father? As far as I could tell, that seemed to be the only person over there. It, it could have been a, a replacement family member. Where was the mom? You know what? I don't know. And and I know they didn't have to address it, but you know, in my mind, you know, I'm I'm like, oh wait, who is that guy that's kind of back there? But but I'm I'm usually looking at the people in the background of TV shows and movies anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm also writing a season, a, a new series for that guy. I think I'm gonna call it Patrick's dad. Oh. And we never hear him talk through the whole season. It's just him in the background of uh Patrick of the actor who plays Patrick his other TV projects that he works on that's it oh my okay. god <laughs> yeah, um, sorry. yeah. <laughs> I love no, it um so uh as we uh, but I you know what I loved uh throughout this is I loved so not loved but uh the moment that got to me the most was so right before David's about the doors are about to open David's about to walk down the aisle and we get this tender moment between Alexis and David, of course, you know, uh, David tells Alexis, he's, you know, he's continuously impressed by her. And, and mm -hmm. of course she says, this is where the moment where she says that she loves him, where I, where I keep saying throughout this whole episode, my, uh, Alexis just keeps saying how much she loves her, uh, her family. Um, and then when those doors open and the Jazza girls are singing, and that was when I started crying. I don't know about you guys, mm. but that's when I started crying because I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. On certain points, oh my the God. fact that David, David has to like turn and go like, oh, you know, I just, yeah. I, I laughed it. so much at that whole, the, all, the comedic timing and just everything about how it's yeah. written and how these yeah. characters how they've developed so much mm -hmm. is is a great thing to see did um did moira's uh papal hat it seemed like her wig was actually a part of the rim yes 
and I was dying. I was laughing. The moment so you opened the doors, I just was like, it, "That was yes. it for me." Yes, that queen. Was it for me. Yeah. Yes. And then the jazz of gals going in is simply the best. That's when I kind of got choked up. If you had to give a gift for when you first saw Myra walk through the door, what would be the gift that you would give it? I would have given her like a cane, a big daddy cane. No, like, well, a gift, meaning like the GIF, like when you're texting somebody. Oh, a gift. I'm thinking, I thought you said a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, no, it's fine. Uh, So a gift, like, is it the emoji? Is it the, is it the poop my pants emoji? I don't know. I would do the one that is the guy in the audience clapping at like Tyra or Ellen and he's just like, (laughs) <laughs> like the huge mouth yeah. <laughs> yes yes i would do like the yes queen that would yeah. be mine Ooh. that would be mine or uh, yeah a meme or emoji that you would give what would be your meme what do you think Lauren? uh i feel like there's like a, a a will smith one i don't know why we're kind of a close-up of him turning his head in shock and opening his eyes. I don't know <laughs> why I think that, but yeah, one of those like shock moment kind of ones. Uh, just just a big shocker. But it, I know you mentioned <laughs> gift, but if we were giving gifts to Moira just for that outfit, if anything was missing for some reason, some kind of cane or a wand. I think a wand would have, would have been yeah. a perfect accessory for <laughs> Moira's outfit. Yes. She, oh, she literally can so do good. anything. Um, we get right into the vows, which, um, oh, again, I found it so funny that Myra didn't even know Patrick's last name when she was doing the vows, which was really funny. She was like talking to them. Um, uh, anyway, so we get into the vows. Um, Patrick, of course, breaks out into you'll always be my baby, um, which if that was me, (laughs) I know everybody was like all choked up about it, but had that been me, I probably would have laughed so hard because if my... My significant other is gonna break out in the song while I'm standing beside him. I'm mm. like, I, I literally would laugh so hard. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Um, but uh, David, you know, David, when he said, you are my happy ending, I was like, okay, yeah, there it is. That was the ba 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 that we all needed. Um, yes. And then of course we end the episode, we have the morning after uh and and then uh, we get the drive off with um with johnny wanting one last look and it's the sign that has changed to to, uh to johnny bent over myra behind him and the kids in In the the back back. yeah what did you guys think when you saw i mean i felt like that was what i didn't know exactly what the in picture was going to be but i knew that's what he was looking back at I knew it was the sign. I mean, I knew f- because the the way the camera was, I knew he was looking at the sign one more time. Uh, I assumed, I'm sure that's how they wrote it. We would assume it was going to be the same sign and he'd look at it and laugh. But the fact mm-hmm. that it was changed um, is is so wonderful. It was such a great ending uh, to the show. Now, both of them are going to California for her show. Is that is that where where Moira and Johnny are going? Or are they flying yes. to New York? I think they were supposed to be going to California and then going to New York. Okay. I believe I'm not 100 yes. sure. That's what they had discussed in the last episode. Right. Okay. So- I 
I really felt just looking at that sign, it was just so special. And I love that um, Johnny just told the driver to stop. And then he just turned around and got one last look. And I love how the sign says everywhere, everyone is welcome. Just like, it's so inclusive. And I think it's just so incredible. This, I mean, the Rose family should be so proud of themselves for just the fact that they came there so long ago and they made such a positive impact on the town and they've left it better than they found it. I mean, they've just, you know, improved it and just added so much spice and just variety. And I feel like they've just like reawoken kind of everyone's spirit in that town. 100%. It's, it was the perfect way to end the episode. I mean, again, I would have loved a an hour long episode. I think it's just because we all want more Shit's Creek. Mm -hmm. And I think that became very apparent when we saw the latter episode of Well Wishes Former Guards yeah. and how nobody really wanted this series to end. And nobody yeah. really expected this series to end. Um, and uh, Lauren, do you have any uh, uh, other, before we get on to the next segment, uh, any other like lasting feelings of how you felt about the finale or any, any other things you'd like to tie in yeah um i know i sent over some pictures so i hope we get to post those up because i was on um on instagram and just everybody from the show was posting some beautiful wonderful series ending pictures but what was amazing is we had been guessing who we thought was gonna leave schitt's creek and although uh, Alexis is going right. to go, it was the Ooh. parents, the parent. Normally it's the children, excuse me. It's the children that leave the parents' nests. But here yes. we saw the parents go away and the kids hanging back. I don't think I would have ever guessed that, that that's how it ended. So that was kind of a, um, a wonderful kind of subtle surprise for me. Yeah. It's interesting because we don't see what Alexis, what her decision is. We don't see that. Mm -hmm. We don't know what her ultimate decision is. We got a hint of what her decision was in um, the last episode, but we're kind of left. Maybe that's the spinoff right there. So you're, you might be right, Lauren. Yeah. Yes, so, maybe. Um, I want to... Uh, quickly get into well wishes warm regards which is the uh latter half the hour-long show that we saw i wrote down a couple quotes uh that i really took away from this um it was kind of just kind of the backstory what led up on this final season um if this is was this was extremely emotional for me to watch i think especially because we are in you know quarantine right now we yeah. were not able to be as creative and passionate about our craft as, as we really want to be. Um, I know for me, I, uh, I miss being on a stage. I miss being a part of the cast. Yeah. I miss that so much that it literally kills me. Um, so seeing this and seeing specifically Annie Murphy and how she hadn't had a job in two years, literally was down and out everything going wrong for her mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she's able to pick herself up and get the most amazing role of her life it literally doesn't matter what you're going through she got an email one day from her agent or her manager going go to oh, this audition true. and then all of a sudden here she is in one of the most epic television series of all times yeah you know so it it really doesn't matter you know yeah. like anything it could happen at 
any moment for you. Um, so I just found this to be incredibly inspiring. Um, yes. And also I cried a lot. Um, but um, I, I just wrote down some stuff and I don't know if you guys wrote down some stuff too about it. Um, you know, I think I, I said, uh, we can't move until we know. Uh, I, I loved how in the beginning when um, uh, Dan, Daniel Levy was uh, saying, uh, Dan Levy was saying, the son was saying, you know, um, I want to keep moving on from the backstory. But his dad was like, no, we have to know exactly who these people are. Yeah. And I can relate to him because I would be the same way. I'd be like, God, I was like, I, I want to know exactly who these people are. So, um, or I, I would, I would, I would want to move on. So I, I thought that was really cool that we got to see kind of the backstory and how, how long it took them to develop these characters. So yes. that was really cool. Yes. I agree, Rachel, 100%. I, when I watched that was super emotional and just hearing the Dan side of it, you know, when they first started it, they really didn't have, they, and it's just so endearing to hear that when people first start shows and they're the writers mm -hmm. and producers, you know, they don't know where it's going to fully land. They just know that they're passionate about the idea and the storyline and the characters. And it, it was just so emotional. And I really related to, to, um, Annie's story of just, you know, she didn't have a job for two years and was just kind of, you know, that's such a challenging thing when you are following your dreams and there's so many ups and downs. And just to hear that was like, oh my gosh, I mean, it sounds cheesy to say, and it, you know, no one wants to hear it all the time, but it really is true when you just do not know what is literally right around the corner. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Amy Siegel. She's the one that wrote and directed <gasps> that uh, uh, Warmest Wishes. Oh my gosh, I'm messing up the, <laughs> the name. Well, 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 well wishes. Well wishes, Warmest Regards. I know, it's been yeah. a hard. Yeah. I had actually reached out to her and a, and a number of the cast to see if anyone wanted to come on. Um, and, you know, not surprisingly, they were busy there's a uh, there's a photo that i sent over to the studio don't know if we're going to show that but it was basically a picture from rizwan manji's laptop they had a party it was it was it looks like about 12 of them of the cast who were on zoom while they were watching Aww. the uh the show earlier in the day and so it was it was just it was wonderful to be able to see the work and the love that was uh put into this so i wanted to give a shout out uh, shout out to her and um, the the photos that I was going to show you can go to my Instagram page. It was basically sharing some moments. There's one of um, of uh, uh, Stevie who uh, Emily Hampshire who's holding up a shit. I'm Maria Menounos and Jane who just looks like she's been crying for an hour. <laughs> and I'm like, that's me. That's Aww. me. There's another one of um, of Daniel. And I'm not sure who he's with, but what he said, what I loved most of all, it's him crying. Tears are a good thing. It means you care. So I was bawling earlier this afternoon when I saw that. It was just some, wow. some beautiful thoughts from a wonderful show uh, at a time in our lives when we just want to know that there's love out there and there's other people who care that we can kind of commiserate with. So... 
So it's yeah. Yeah. wonderful. So true. Well said, and Lauren. I, yeah. And I, um, yeah, very well said. And um, I wrote down some other memorable quotes that I just want to briefly get into. Um, you know, Emily Hampshire, when she said that she had audition anxiety, breaking out in hives before she even was going to go out for this role, dropped by her U.S. agent, but got it through her Canadian agent. Noah Reed, uh, the more you want it, the harder the audition is. So I had mm -hmm. to trick myself into thinking that I didn't really want it. So I'm, I'm like listening to all this stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is golden material. Um, uh, My Myra's clothes and how that really shaped the clothing department and the wardrobe department, how that really shaped how well Schitt's Creek actually did. And a lot of the stuff that they got was really uh, bargain uh, stuff that they had gotten. Um, also, I loved how David talked about how the internet is, is literally a cesspool of negativity at times mm -hmm. and how people took Schitt's Creek and found light and and beauty and just positivity through this cast they had an outlet and that's what Schitt's Creek was for a lot yeah. of people and um, that was something really beautiful that I saw from that and also um I what I want to talk about very briefly was the fact that we haven't seen a gay couple really thrive um on a network like we've seen David and Patrick. And I didn't really think about that until I saw this and how, you know, I'm not into the wine. I'm more into, uh, or wait, I'm sorry, into the wine, not into the label. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of gay relationships, they represent tragedy, struggle, strife, hardships. We can't get to a happy ending, but that's what David and Patrick gave us. They gave us that happy ending. So um, I didn't really think about that until I watched this. And so that's why I'm a little more passionate about it and maybe talking about it a little more than I should be. But it it is something that's different. And yeah. it did represent the LGBTQ community in, in a very beautiful, beautiful light, as we saw when all those letters were read. So um, uh, briefly, you know, um, what did you guys think of, of the documentary in general? I just, I thought it was just so really fun as a fan just to see the behind the scenes and just for them to showcase, like what you said, just their, what was important to the show and all of the things that I never really thought about until they actually explained, you know, this was on purpose and we put this here in order to inspire all of the viewers. And I just thought it was so well done. And I really, mm -hmm. I had that epiphany too, Rachel, where I felt, oh my gosh, now that I think about it, all of the shows where there's been a gay couple and, you know, they're, they're always kind of portrayed in a certain way, but this show, it was just, you know, it was, it was all like positive. There was no, you know, it was just like, it was just a different way that I've seen it. Yep. It, it, yeah, I think what you said, it wasn't, uh, there wasn't a struggle for David and Patrick to get to where they were. Yes, yeah. It, it was, it was just two people who fell in love. And I think, I, I often think that TV and movies and commercials are a little, can be a little, can be somewhat behind the times as far as mm -hmm. 
the people uh, you know that, that have the power, the, the producer, have the money, sometimes have a vision of what a gay couple is or what uh, a, 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 you know an older woman should be like or children should be like. And and I think we don't often get to see characters written who are just like the people we actually know. The people on screen oftentimes are heightened versions of somebody we we know that have been mm-hmm. written for. I feel like David and Patrick are people that I would so know. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have to watch friends of mine struggle in order to get married. Uh, you know, they did, but I just got to see them as two people who loved each other. And and so there was that. Also, I just wanted to talk about how surprised I was when uh, Daniel Levy talked about clothing being the second most important thing after the writing. Yeah. I never thought about it. And I was curious for you two, if you were surprised uh, about that, about what he said about the clothing. I... Um... I wasn't because I feel, in my opinion, I think the costume designer and the way that the clothes were are so specific to each character. And they really just, I I mean, like the outfits speak, you know, for the characters, like just looking at Moira, I could, I would already know, you know, kind of her personality and what she's going to be like. And I love that they just dressed each character and actor to exactly what would fit their personality. I really, really like that because it just made it, oh, David's in all black. He's wearing the, ki- you know, the kilts, the long t-shirts, the very simple neutral and, and Moira's like the high heels, the tights, the like just Chanel knitted sweater and the, it's just, I love that. We needed everybody and their specific type. Like yeah. it, it just fell into place exactly what it needed to be. Coming from a family of means, you know, as they were supposed, you know, where, where they came from and mm-hmm. how they were built, mm-hmm. specifically the characters of Alexis and Myra, they really needed to embody that. We needed to see that. We needed to see that they are a family of means. Mm-hmm. And specifically with just how Myra's character is, I wouldn't see her any other way. I need to see all of those different variations with it was really cool in the documentary to see how Catherine O'Hara took the character and was like, I can hide under these different personas and this wig and this and that. And You know, what's funny is I've been so bored that I've been getting ads about wigs on my Instagram and I'm like, Ooh, I want a wig now. Like, because I'm just so, I've been like sitting there going, Oh, I want a wig because I'm so bored right now that I like, I want to be a different person or just take on a different character persona because we're all creative. So, so true. um, So, and I don't know, it was, it was, it was great. I, I really enjoyed that that little tie up, but um, I want to get into our uh, special segment and our news and gossip. But do you guys have anything else to to say about the finale or or about the the last special segment that we saw with the warm wishes, well regards, or well wishes, warm regards? That I keep saying wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just agree with everything we've all said. I think it was really well done, and I think it was such a special treat for all the viewers just to see this. Um, really this cool look at how the show started and just how relatable everyone is and um especially just you know Alexis's 
story, like her character story of just Annie and how she is just so relatable and it's so refreshing. And they just seem like one big happy family, which I love. I know. I love it too. Well, um, so do we have some senior superlatives for this episode? We do. Always. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Awesome. I treated. All right. Well, hit us with the senior superlatives, Megan. <laughs> what is up? Um, okay. So senior superlatives for the last episode. So to me, I thought of this as kind of just like the end of high school when you're just like, peace out. <laughs> so over, overall, overall, <laughs> overall. So first one, and we all, you all at home can, by the way, just to touch up senior superlatives is just whoever you feel would fit this category most. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just, you know, who you feel like in this episode. Oh yeah, that person would fit this. So first one, most likely to keep in touch with everyone once you've graduated. Mm, I'm going to go with Twyla. Mm. That's a really good answer. Yeah. I was thinking Jocelyn. Ooh, also good. Good one too. Yeah. I personally think, um, I agree with Jocelyn. I feel like she has that warm, like Betty Crocker energy of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Betty Crocker. <laughs> she just wants to, you know, she's so cute. So amazing. Second one is who is most likely to be the person to date the whole football team or to date the whole volleyball, like girl or boy teams. But who's that person that's most likely to be the class flirt, the, um, you know, just the one. Alexis. That ever- Ooh, Alexis. Yeah. Yes. I personally thought kind of David. I think he loves Patrick, but I think his personality is also naturally. Yeah, naturally really friendly. He's he's been with girls and guys, so. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's no limits. There's (laughs) no limits. I know. (laughs) Um, And then last one is most likely to flunk out of school mutt Ooh. <laughs> mutt. <laughs> Good old... oh my god i mean probably mutt too because we haven't seen much of them and yeah i would say ted they just those <laughs> <laughs> what okay yeah. let's do but let's do one more because i want to end on a high note okay how about most likely to succeed Yes, most out of likely the entire season at, to succeed out of the entire season. I love it. Uh, okay, most likely to succeed out of the entire season. I am going to go with David mm. because I feel like David held true to himself at the end of yeah. this. And I think that he is going to succeed because of that, because he yes. took the correct road for himself. Yeah. I don't know if necessarily Alexis has taken the correct road for herself. I don't know if necessarily uh, Myra and Johnny have. I mean, I think they have, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that David, because we, I, I'm just happy for him because he got married and all that jazz. So I'm going to yeah. go with, I'm going to go with David. Hmm. And I was thinking one? a tie between Stevie and Alexis. Um, just because their development that we kind of know that they're going to succeed 
Um, but I could also think that, you know, uh, Stevie's still in Schitt's Creek. Yeah. And yes, she's running these two motels, but she's still living there and she's still Stevie. So, Rachel, you were kind of swaying me a little bit. Oh, <laughs> did I convince you? <laughs> oh that's my, my that's my that's my big brother side coming out. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> I agree. I'm gonna say Stevie because she's just such a just a badass like entrepreneur and she's grown so much and I feel like she's so much more confident in the beginning of the season when she was running the motel but now she's just like dressed to the nines and she just has this like cool swagger that the roses kind of you know just rubbed off on her so I think Stevie hmm. okay I I agree with with y'all's sentiments too cool. so to yes. each of them but, but that um, senior superlatives last time. Oh, Thank you. Woo. Woo. Well, guys, this this ends the oh. the Schitt's Creek season. It feels so weird to do it over uh, FaceTime, but it is what it is. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed being with all of you guys. Mm. I'm so sorry we're not able to be in the same room together, but um, I hope you all are staying safe and I hope you all are staying safe out there. Um, but it, it's been it's been an absolutely amazing season. Yeah. Um, but for the final time, Lauren, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Kling, L-O-R-E-N-K-L-I-N-G. I'm going to have to find something new to Insta about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at M-G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R-125. So that's Megan Gallagher, 125. <laughs> I'm going to miss hearing that every week. And you can find me at Rachel Swindler on Instagram or on Twitter at Rafi Swin. And I'm going to be a part of the Listen to Your Heart uh, after show for Ooh. After Buzz. So that'll be my next one. So uh, look out for that. All right. Oh Are we God. doing one last cheers? Oh. Yes. We'll do you guys, one last cheers. In honor of Shit's Creek, you're simply the best. <laughs> Yay. 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 Cheers. Gosh, cheers. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, thank you for being with us this entire season. Uh, I don't even know how to sign off. So bye, guys. Bye. Love you Thanks. all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.